This is Sean Jay with New Matter Urbana. You're listening to Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream. That's good. We back. We back, y'all. Drops. Boom. Drops. Mm. Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream podcast. Mm. Let's go. Well, what was that? Man, my intro music be dog in this, but <laughs> we back, man. Last week I got it going. This week is is it's on crack again. Well, we good. We super good. But man, what week is this? This is episode twenty. Wow, episode twenty. Even with the ups and downs, ins and out, man. I I really look forward. I re- I actually missed this. I'm glad to be back here. That's good. And wow. Let's 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 reintroduce ourselves. We we, we haven't done that in we a while. Have not no sir, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you all for listening. This is Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream. I'm Kenneth Jenks. Brother Timothy Muhammad. And this is Black Coffee, No No Sugar, Sugar, No no Cream. cream. That's right. Straight up, no chasing. That's what we do. What is Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream? I think it's honest. It's honest. That's right. It's our honesty. Yep. That's straight to the point. You know, we ain't trying to spare nobody feelings, you know. Because you can water something down so much until you forgot what you're trying to say in the first place. Exactly. (laughs) You could be trying to be so politically correct and everything you say is just, you don't ever get to the point. <laughs> yep. So you been all right? I've been good, man. Please. Oh, man. I've been, what do you call that thing? Hoverboard and first it was a dog on trampoline park. Then the hoverboard, man, that was. Yeah, them hoverboards, man, it's. it's they can keep them. Hey, yeah. They can have them. We can find something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to keep that to yourself? You want to tell the people? I'll tell them next time. <laughs> okay, we'll tell them next time. <laughs> yes, sir. So we're going to get into the show. heal up a little bit. Okay. We're going to get into the show. Uh, it's been a while for us. We we actually recorded our previous episode a little early. Mm-hmm. And then we we took a break. Mm-hmm. That was, we, We'll call the first 19 episodes season one. So now we're on season two. That's good. You good. know, you know how when power, you know, have a little break or, or, or you know, mm-hmm. they miss a week because of, of something else on the network or something. Or mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. get ready, you know, so that's what that's what we did last week. So give our give ourselves a, a little time to re recharge and give y'all what y'all want. Give y'all this good content. That's right. That's right. Black coffee. No sugar, no cream. No, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, Black no coffee, cream. no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Yes, sir. Where so, so yeah. So last, so uh, just want to thank the brother, uh, Mr. Quantrell Hedrick, for joining us. He, you know, live in Dallas and was in town for a wedding and a class reunion. So he 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 really squeezed us in, and and we definitely appreciate you and. I, I, I've been in touch with him, and he subscribed to our podcast That's on good. Apple Podcasts. So That's good. That's good. You know, so when when we drop, he'll get it on his notifications. So, Quantrell, when you hear this, man, salute, gratitude. That's right. Proud and, of you, man. Proud yeah. You. And, you did a wonderful job. And he, he said he'll be back um, probably around the holiday, you know, uh, not – no Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that season. So mm-hmm. he said, "Man, if if you know, let's make it happen." So that's right. 
That's right. You know, do it. Be responsible. Do you, it. You have a you have a you always have a special invitation That's when you right. when you this way. That's good. You know, the brother the brother said, you know, you you, you ain't it ain't open door policy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you, my brother, we'll, we'll, when you in these parts, we'll make sure you you get your invitation. That's right. R S V B. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, good job, Quantrell. Yeah, you're doing good, man. I'm proud of you. Brother. Yeah, man. You're good brother. Yeah. So I was wow. listening to that episode, and you know, just. You know, I I I gotta I gotta I gotta act on some things because time is money and and you know you 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 get to a point where it's coming and going it is it, as fast as it's coming it's leaving mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you just gotta sit back and just just hold on to it for a little bit and and maybe put it somewhere mm-hmm. and I think just listening back to that episode just kind of reinforce that it's not that you don't have it it's just you trick you 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 do a little trick and even though I feel like I'm responsible but it's 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 easy to shell out to something that maybe can wait or maybe you don't need mm-hmm. so yeah shout out to the brother Quantrell man and thank you for them gems that you dropped and you know, yeah, good job. I'm still thinking about some of the things you were talking about too. Yeah, so, so good job, man. You left a good impression, bro. Yes, indeed. So we're gonna keep it a little local for for for, for a little part of the uh, the episode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a couple, few 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 uh, episodes back, I, I didn't get the the number, but uh, we we talked about. Jericho Missionary Baptist Church, and right, right. They made front page headlines on Easter Sunday, and wow, you knew it was coming. You predicted it. Yeah, we pretty much predicted yeah, it. You're probably so. Just an update on that situation. I don't know if if, if we're gonna stay on it for a long time. We got to hit it though, man. I mean, because it's yeah, local. It's local. It's, I mean, it's definitely local. Um, wow. So the lawsuit that <laughs> is being filed. Um, as of June sixth, okay. today is what June twentieth. Mm-hmm. So as of June sixth, it got delayed thirty days. So in about a week to ten days, okay, they will. We'll see if they they go back and do another continuing. Yeah. So just to give you a few details, Champaign County Judge Jason Baum gave attorneys for an ousted deacon Porter Halcrum. The church's pastor, the Reverend Lakeevy Johnson, and three current church trustees, 30 days to further document whether the issues at stake in a lawsuit are appropriate for the court to review. Mm. Halcrum, part of the church faction that has sought to fire Johnson, filed the lawsuit several months ago against the church, its pastor, and three current deacons. The lawsuit sets out an ongoing conflict over leadership, membership, and money issues dating back several years. Baum expressed reservations about whether this church, whether the court, excuse me, has jurisdiction in this case. Mm-hmm. Though he also said, I'm sensitive to the fact that this is a sensitive issue to a lot of people. It appeared that the lawsuit turns on whether the Champaign church followed its own bylaws. The court doesn't pass mm. on what's appropriate and what's inappropriate church government. Mm. So what, what that mean? The 
court doesn't pass on what's appropriate and what's inappropriate church government. They don't have, they really don't have the power or that's what I was they, thinking. they don't have a jurisdiction. They, I mean, they cannot tell the church how to run the church because uh, years ago, uh, Thomas Jefferson or somebody, you know, right. You know, it, it was so important for those who left England seeking uh, a better way, better quality of life, you know, they wanted to exercise their religious right and, you know, preferences how they wanted to. They didn't want to be told, you know, what to do and how to do it because the church wields a whole lot of power, you know. I mean, what hospital that you do you know that's not tied to some church? Right, right. Or the Catholic church or uh, St. Somebody's church, somebody's hospital, mm-hmm. you know. It's just amazing how much power that the church has. Well, for them to go to court and the judge says or lets them know, I don't, we, we don't have jurisdiction there. Y'all don't even understand your own power. Yeah, you don't understand you know, your own rights and religious preferences. Yeah. You're trying to get me in. If you knew your own rights, you know that we don't have the power to tell you how to run your church. Hence, the separation of church, church and, and state. state. Exactly. The state has its affairs, and the church takes care of its affairs. When you look at the Mormons, there's certain things that they do that's not tied to the United States government. There's certain things that the Amish people do. They keep themselves religiously separated from the United States of the government to a degree. So I asked one of the uh, uh, Amish contractors, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, what's the big deal? I see y'all driving cars. I see y'all in Walmart. He started laughing. Yeah. I see y'all. I said, y'all not wearing them same old bonnet hats. Yeah. Y'all not wearing them same old clothes that look exactly alike. I see y'all shopping. I said, what's really going on? What's I said, I, I drove through there one night and I saw some lights on. He laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so he was sharing with me. It was <laughs> You know, they be getting it on. They, I man. see them at Five Guys too. They, man, they, listen, they, man. I see them writing checks. Wow, I see them with a, uh, a debit, debit card, card. the credit. <laughs> card. <laughs> so it was like, wait a minute, maybe I really don't understand what they do. Right. You know, maybe that's it, or they're changing. Mm-hmm. And you know, never would I have thought that they'd have a um, a TV show that's documenting, you know, ex Amish. So what happens, and this ties in, you know, it's just that they understand their religious rights more so than those who were brought over here 400 and some years ago, and right. it was just dumped on them. You're going to be a Christian because I'm a Christian. Right. And we never really looked into, you know, how, why, when, and other, these other different things, uh, why we are what we are. We used to be Republicans, now we're Democrats. Right. And we don't, we, it's like dust. Like the minister said, hey, we like dust. Whenever the wind blows, it moves dust over here. Mm-hmm. And when it blows again, it moves dust over here. We can be moved in any kind of direction. And for, I mean, the man, he, he's, he's this man, he's the head of the church. I mean, I don't know the whole process by which he comes there. I don't know what legal right or standing that he has to be there, but how do you get rid of a pastor? And there was a big issue down there with uh, Bishop uh, Eddie Long. Yeah, yeah. When a lot of stuff was going on, they didn't realize, like, hold on for a minute. You think you can get rid of him when you want to. It's not as easy as you think. Right. 
So here it is, locally right here in Champaign. What's his name? Pastor Johnson. Lakeevy Johnson. Lakeevy Johnson. That's the same thing at the charter school and the same the coach. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was in the paper, but we'll, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. proceed. It just shows we don't understand, once again, our rights. We don't understand the whole structure. You know, you're looking at two different institutions. You got the church over here, then you have the state over here. You should be able to practice your religious, whatever, as, as you know, as freely as you want to, if, as long as it doesn't, you know, interfere with anybody else's rights. Like you have a right to do what you want to do, as long as it doesn't interfere with other people's rights. Understood it. You know, 100%, yeah. so let's say you're in the church, you know, and after giving the right hand of fellowship, you got all rights and privileges of any other member. Well, what are those rights and privileges? How many people would even ask, like, wait a minute, you're right. Yeah. What are my rights and privileges? Right. I just got a right hand of fellowship, so I'm, I have all the rights as everybody else, but hey, what rights we got? Who knows? Who, who mentions it? Is there a class on, you know, these are your rights as a member of this church. But if you don't do this, then you could be excommunicated or you'll get time out. You can't come around here no more. You can't just be, you know, sleeping with all the choir members and then you still be a part of the church. You still, you can't get caught stealing money then be part of the church. But that should be known up front like a job description. The rules, the standard operating procedures. But all you got to do is just shake somebody's hand and tell them you're coming by baptism or Christian experience. <laughs> You know, you ain't lying. What church you come from? Come from so and so. Oh, okay, then come on in. Yeah. Do you do a background check? Do you make <laughs> do you make sure they wasn't causing havoc over there? You over there over there doing crazy stuff over there? So you gonna come here? Do you check on them? All and if you right. do check on them, what kind of background check do you do? Yeah. So it, what it does is, I think it's a wonderful thing because any anytime there's an issue or a problem with any organization, when it comes out. It gives us an opportunity to examine, analyze, and make necessary corrections. Right. I wonder if other churches in town, especially the black churches, are looking at this and saying, "We need. What are we? What? What? What's going on over there that if we get in this situation, I, I just wonder. You know, like, well, what are the system? It. There should be a system of checks and balances right. in any organization." In any organization, yeah. like, for example, if the pastor dies, who has the reins? Who who runs the church? Yeah. Can he just say, you know what, my son going to do it? Like like we, like, like it's the king and queen of England, he's going to hand it down to my son. Yeah. Is, it demo, is it a democratic process where the members vote to decide who's going to be his successor? Or if it's a, okay, you, you're a pastor now, your wife, she's a pastor as well. So if something happens to you, they didn't call her to preach, but does she by default falls into that next position or your son falls into the next position? Or is it a democratic process by which people come to the business meeting in the church, say a little prayer and then have a long business meeting instead of having a long prayer and a short business meeting? But you're right. Or the court, you made an excellent question. Are other churches now looking at it? Or do you just get disgruntled and now you're a church jockey? You're just jumping from church to church. You know, then you run out, you start all back over, go here. All right. But 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 for you to say, you're going to take this man to a court to get rid of him. The court can't get rid of him. Right. They don't have a right to get rid of him. If they got rid of him or they tried to get rid of him, other churches that uh, know more about their rights or freedom of expression and religion, 
they won't even let that happen because if that happens, that'll set a precedent. Yeah, yeah. So right now there's nothing for any other group to get involved in right now because the judge like, y'all right. don't know what the hell y'all, get out of here. Get out of my courtroom with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and before we leave on and, this. And even church members. It's somewhere, I'm going to look it up, where church members are not even supposed to take each other to court. Right. I'm going to check it out as a follow-up. Yeah. But I have to, I have to, uh, we don't even have to, we don't even have to uh, follow up on what I'm about to read. Read it. But uh, I'm just about to read something else from this article. Um that's probably going to have us laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson, who has continued as a champ- Champagne's church pastor, wasn't present at the court hearing. But his attorney, Shayla Matuka, said church members have affirmed their support for Johnson several times mm. and that dissenters aren't valid members. What you have here, what you have here is a group of non-members, she said. Man, don't you mess with Shayla. <laughs> Shayla is a friend of ours. We we, we, we got to get her on the show. That's right. She's a good friend. So I ain't going to read no more. <laughs> Shayla, shout out to Shayla. That's Shayla. right. That's right. Go if ahead, you Shayla. listen to this, we want you on Black Coffee. No, no sugar, sugar, no cream. cream. That's right. <laughs> and they're the, look now, they, they are they're the original... Uh, founders of the Black Thought magazine. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Black Thought. Wow. So Shayla is representing Pastor Lakeevy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Shayla, Shayla getting work now. Mm-hmm. And that's good. That's good. So, well, it's you know what? It's not a it, it, it's not a biased thing. It, it, it's nothing like that. You know, anytime somebody brings something to court, you just weigh the evidence. You just yeah. weigh the facts. That's all you do. You know? Yeah. It, it's not it's not subjective. It's not what you think. It wasn't necessarily what you feel. Yeah. Man, you close your eyes and you weigh the evidence. And the evidence, whichever is heavier or with the preponderance of evidence going in this direction, then the decision be made on that. It's already set in stone. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's very, very, very important for the uh, there be a separation from the church and the state. It makes all the sense in the world. It does. To have a separation between church and state, you you just you you don't need other people in those affairs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it just man. Listen, it's the free. Well, you 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 you're free to exercise your faith yeah, or whatever it is. Of religion. You know? That's one. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I think that's part of the First Amendment or yeah, one of the I think it's the First Amendment. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So yeah, they that, so so that, that he said that that means that the government cannot make laws that favor one religion over another because it cannot make laws related to the establishment of a religion or the free expression of religious beliefs. Right. So when this country was founded, okay, it was founded by the so people who call themselves Christians. Mm-hmm. But when you when it's opened up and you bring other people in here to do the work for you to build the railroads from you, to pick the cotton for you. You know, you let all these, you let them, but these people are coming because they had they are more technologically advanced than you or you would do it yourself. So you bring others over here 
because they, these people been on the planet for hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of years. So you bring people over here who are real good at what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring somebody from Africa who can handle a hot sun. Right. Nobody else can deal with it. You bring the Chinese over here to deal with the railroads, and you bring the uh, architects over here from Africa to build all these white houses and the roads and the infrastructure. You know, so when you bring it over here, you can't say we only want you to come here to work only. They're going to bring their uh, uh, ways of devotion. They're going to speak their language, their culture. I mean, we were denied that. Right. But others who come over here, you cannot stop them, somebody who is uh, a Buddhist. Because when they come, guess what? They're going to set up businesses. They're going to have their own banks, restaurants, hotels, hospitals, their own religious organizational structure. They're going to have all of that because that's a part of their way of life. And it started out where, well, as long as y'all going to be over there, we fine. As long mm-hmm. as you don't mess with the dominant or uh, culture, ain't no big deal. Just a little subculture. But as more and more and more and more people come, then, and they are go through the uh, Im- immigration and naturalization process to become members of the United States of America. And they have all rights and privileges Right. Of anyone else. They are citizens. And once they become citizens, you can see them there and they're crying. They are so happy because yeah. they're denied that in other countries. So when they come here, you can't tell them to be quiet. You can't tell them to speak English only. You can't tell them you're going to be a Christian only. You can't do that. Because they bring their culture with them. They teach their children their culture. You won't find Chinese people coming here, giving, you know, going to court with another China, take another Chinese person to court, asking the United States government to uh, decide or, or or reach some type of verdict to help them sort out something that ain't got nothing to do with them in the first place. Exactly. We don't understand our rights. Right. And the, and and the judge reading them to us. Yeah, he reading the right. He bring. I mean, she like, man, what you? He I mean, he ain't say that, but she's y'all. Well, I out of here. <laughs> Go find something to do. Yeah. You know. So I mean, that energy could be used. You know, doing you know something else. Yeah, but I, I I mean. By the time a lawyer gets involved, once again, that it shows, you know, our ability to self-govern. To self-govern. Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, why can't we work that out ourselves? Exactly. Why, why can't we, you know, deal with these issues ourselves? Why can't we look at our own bylaws that we said we are going to live by in this particular church? Let's look at the bylaws. Let's look at the rules that we say we're going to follow. Right. I mean, you didn't do this, 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 and this. So, but you got to know. If you don't know your rights, you don't have them. You cannot right. exercise yeah. something that you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously they don't. And I think that's part of the sad part. But, it, yeah. but at the same time, it shows why the younger generation don't want to have much to do with it because there's so many inconsistencies. There you go. It's so many, um, I'd say so many hypocritical uh, inconsistencies in every religion. Mm-hmm. Not just, man, not just Christianity, same thing in Islam, Christianity, Judaism. It doesn't matter what you call it. You know, you can't lock somebody into one only monolithic way of doing things when things are changing, things are evolving. Principally, you can't. Right. But, you know, you're telling folks when they die, things are going to be all right. Ain't nobody believing that no more. No. Especially when they see everybody else coming up around them like, man, I I talk to young folks. They're like, man, that's crazy as hell. When I die, things are going to get better. When I'm watching all these people out here doing good now, I want something now. Right. What do you mean when I die? I got to die? Nobody else. Who else is saying? Who told you that? Have y'all seen this this place? Do you, do you have a brochure? Do you have like a, they got the Hubble telescope? They say could check out the end of the universe. Do you have any pictures? You got some videos? Show, they show say, it to me. 
You want to go? To, everybody want to go to heaven, but nobody want to die. They ain't want to die, man. I'm heaven right here. Yeah, I ain't exactly. taking that chance. I'm not taking. Listen, I'm yeah. not taking that chance. Yeah. Put your put yourself in heaven at once by the renewing <laughs> of your mind. I, I, I remember that part. <laughs> and heaven is within you. Okay, I got to bring it yes, out. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we're gonna bring it out. Yeah, if you want to experience some heaven or a, a, a better quality, better condition of life, man, do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, do something about yeah. it. Cause yeah. you're gonna get what you strive for. You reap what you sow. If you don't do nothing, ain't nothing gonna grow. You're going to be a B.A.B., a broke-ass brother. Your ass going to be sitting around looking crazy unless you decide to do something about your life. And when you die, folks going to be sad for a little while and you're going about their business. Yeah. And if you haven't done anything that's significant enough to live beyond you, ain't nobody going to think about you unless something just kind of popped like a fleeting moment. Right. So do something, you know. Yep. Well, Jericho, good luck. Yeah, going around the walls of Jericho. Just march around. It's going to yeah, be all right. It's going to be all right. We're going to stay a little local. We're going to tie two things into one. <laughs> Black coffee. Black coffee. No, no sugar, sugar, no, no cream, cream, baby. Wow. <laughs> Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. Wow. So. Wow. City of Danville. Deville. Wow. Yeah. Good people over there. Yeah. Just some good a, people over there. Some of my close friends over there. You know some people from Danville? Yeah, man. What some of my about? closest friends live in Danville. In, in, in the Ville. Yeah, in the Ville. So, I want to say uh, two Sundays ago. Okay. Um. They had an officer and a trainee mm-hmm. um, pretty much murder a, a a 34-year-old man. Black man? Yeah, he was black. Wow. And, you know, I made some calls. You know, of course, the, the, the initial reports was there was a disturbance. Um the young man had threatened somebody with a gun or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the police were called. Um, the guy refused to get out the car. You know, I guess when they got the car, the call, they were alerted that the man had a gun. Mm-hmm. And when the police got there, Allegedly, the man refused to get out of his car. So, um, from what I've been told, they empty 15 shots into the man. Wow. Um, you know, it, it's one of these things where you know, we done talked about school shootings. We done talked about, mm. um, you know, this. You know, we we we've we we've discussed things mm-hmm. on this podcast, but I think this is the first time where it it has hit close to home. I didn't know the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say something. Wow. 
because a couple of people in that community that, you know, just on social media, when I would say I'm boycotting the NFL, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, you know, I think a couple of people in that community just were just kind of making a mockery of the the boycott, mm-hmm. a mockery of the protest. And it was, it's all a part of the fight mm. to me. And the sad part is, if he did have a gun, they're going to have a paid vacation. The yeah. prosecution is going to investigate the prosecution, and they're going to determine that the officer, the veteran officer, and the veteran uh, trainee, the veteran officer and the trainee feared for their lives because he had a gun, and... They're easing back in into the force and nothing will change. And Mm. in reading the article, I just, it was disturbing that, you know, we get off of Jericho and then they they pretty much got the the pastors to pretty much say, hold judgment. Mm. And I'm not saying tear the place up. Mm. But at that point, you had a little leverage. And what I mean by that is we're not going to extort you. And what I mean by that is, okay, meet our demands, or if you don't, I'm going to unleash the dogs and tell them to tear this place up and make y'all lives a living hell until this investigation is complete. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But to just have these preachers, it was about three of them, mm-hmm. come forward and say, oh, yeah, we're behind you. Like, no. Y'all, if 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 I could make a call and 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 find out that 15 shots was 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 let off by two officers, like that's excessive. That is excessive. But the police chief, what does he say? Let me get the article. I think it's called the public safety director. Right. Release information, but declined to elaborate. He released a few new details of the incident at the news conference where he was joined by a group of black community leaders, including five ministers and the three kings of peace. In the wake of the shooting, Ed Butler, president of the local NAACP chapter, and one of the three kings urged community members to hold their judgment until the police probe into the shooting is complete. We don't know the whole story, adding that comments about the incident and officers involved are already circulating on social media. That's why I'm asking my people of Danville to be careful. We need to stand down until the outcome of the investigation. Even after that, we need to keep the peace. 
They're investigating the shooting, which occurred at 1.58 a.m. in the 600 block of Harmon Street following a domestic dispute a few blocks away. Danville police were called to, to a disturbance involving a 43-year-old man, a 39-year-old woman, and a 34-year-old man at a residence in the 600 block of Sherman Street at 154. He said the 34-year-old had a gun and was threatening the other two. Mm. Thompson said the 43-year-old man and 39-year-old woman received injuries, but he declined to say what kind. He also said the 34-year-old man didn't live there. All I can say is he is an acquaintance. The 34-year-old man left at home, but his description along with his vehicle description license plate numbers were provided to the 911 communication center then relayed to officers. Two officers responding to the call, a veteran and a trainee, spotted the vehicle four streets east of Sherman and made a traffic stop. He was ordered multiple times to exit the vehicle with his hands showing. He did not comply with the orders. He did exit the vehicle and was seen with a firearm in his hand. At some point, the officers did fire upon the individual, adding he doesn't know how many shots were fired. So I'll say allegedly 15. Well, I mean, that's, it's not hard to determine how many shots were fired. Right. You know, my, you know how many you have in the clip. Right. You know how many you have in the chamber. Right. And they, you know, I'm pretty sure that every uh, shot, you know, they can they can count how many. They were, you know, that, that's not a big deal. Right. You know how many in the clip, you know how many in the chamber. If you emptied it, you know how many you have. So yeah. if you got 10 in there, you unload it, you don't have anything left, that's yeah. 10. If yeah. the other guy did 10, that's 20. So right. that's not hard to do. Right. That, that's like a, a two-minute assessment, you know, to determine that. But, you know, they have to do their investigation. They got to patch it up. Yeah. Man. But here, here, here's another reason why I wanted to talk about that. Just this past weekend, Danville has a big motorcycle weekend. Mm-hmm. It's Father's Day weekend. Happy mm-hmm. belated Father's Day, my Happy brother. Happy Father's Day, black man. Everyday Father's Day. Everyday Father's Day, though. I do it every day. Don't you do it every day? Yeah, indeed. Yes, sir. Every day. So, uh, so they have a big, you know, field meet on on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. So they have a, a a motorcycle club, I guess, Untouchables Motorcycle Club. They got a little building, a little field where they do races and mm-hmm. throw parties. And no sooner than this happened, just that Friday, um. An 18-year-old young man goes to the motorcycle, the untouchable motorcycle party on Friday. It's outside. They just kicking it mm-hmm. and shoots three people and kills two. Really? Where is this? In Danville. No, man. So you got the you got the department on their heels. And then this happened less than a week later. Wow. It wasn't black, would it? Yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, we got. I want to clarify, man. I was. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, all lives are valuable, but yes, man, sir. It's just it's because it's getting hot outside, man. Probably. You think that's got something? People to do ain't with got it? no AC. I don't know. You know. I'm. Oh my God. We we didn't mention this this week, but man, Chicago is cranking it up. Yeah, but you know. Donald Trump already in, so he don't have to use it as a a, a punchline. In a campaign. Wow. You know, so. Of what can be done locally? Because, you know, it's one thing to, you know, address something, to point it out. You know, you can point out the wrong, you know. But 
what are some solutions? What are some solutions? Because, you know, just to point out, like, hey, look at that. See what just happened? What are some possible solutions? Excuse me. To keep something like that from keep happening. Right. So, uh, of course, I made some calls. Okay. So, Danville has... These youngsters have started their own gangs. So they don't have the GDs, the Vice Lords, the Blackstones, or, you know, the, the BD. They, 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 they don't have them gangs. And I'm not going to give these little young, young cats no shine on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to mention what their gangs are named. Okay. But I guess it's, it's three of them. Okay. So two of them have been feuding. Um, I guess some kids have been shot, kids have been killed. Um, and I guess one individual allegedly just got tired of seeing some of his gang gang affiliates, you know, get shot at or shot dead and decided he was gonna go to the motorcycle club and See if these dudes from a rival gang were down there and he saw his, his, his targets allegedly and shot and didn't miss. Wow. And so when you talk solutions, I, I, I just feel like I don't I don't I don't mean this in a bad way, but College just isn't powerful enough. It's just not enough power in going to college and and persevering and mm-hmm. um, getting out and you know taking your liberal arts degree or your sociology degree and go work at the boys club or the YMCA or you know the housing authority you know and and you know, just make ends meet, barely, you know, can pay your car note. And I think we really need trades. We really need, kids need to be able to go to school, learn a trade, be mentored, and still be able to make money while they're being mentored, while they're in training. And then when they're when when they emerge from high school, be able to start the trade program, get the certificates, get everything they need so they can get to the money. I picked somebody up, a white guy. Mm-hmm. He's an electrician. And he, he moved here from Kentucky. He's in the union. And, of course, he was just saying, like, man, you know, I make $40 an hour. You know I'm an electrician. Mm-hmm. You know I got another. I got another partner. You know that is a plumber. Mm-hmm. Got a degree, business degree. I want to say, but you know, part of the union probably make about thirty, forty dollars an hour himself. Mm-hmm. And. That that that's the type of money that'll make you put a gun down, 
put the heroin and co- cocaine down. Mm. And you can take care of your family. Yeah. People got to make a livable wage. Yeah. People, these kids know. want Jordans and they want unlimited data on their iPhone plan, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? That, How they going to get it? Because it takes a certain skill set. Right. And, you know, your skill set has to be but tied our, in with yeah. modern technology. Yeah. And, and our schools are, 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 they have a curriculum that is pretty much saying you go to college. If you emerge from this, you're, you 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 go to college. If you if you excel in this, it's for college. It's not for that skill set. And and that's it's it's all a design. It's all a design. Well, the same paradigm. I mean, the educational system is still set up to crank out people to work in assembly lines, and we ain't got no assembly lines. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I heard Dr. Umar Johnson the other night. He was saying how. And they hate him, but I, I love to hear him speak. I think he does a wonderful job. Yeah. And, and what he says, I mean, very, I, I don't hear people say he's lying. See, that's the right. thing. They never say he's lying. You can like, I don't like what he said. That's fine. You don't, you don't have to like anything. So you don't like the truth? Right. I never hear anybody say he's lying about right. anything. And that's what I look for. Right. Is he lying? Nope. Then what's the problem? I don't like it. That's something that has to do with your own self. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with him. That's fine. Is he lying? That's my biggest thing. I'm lazy lying. He was saying how, you know, uh, back in the 60s and 70s, you know, you can get a decent job getting out of high school. Mm -hmm. You can learn about electrician. You can learn about uh, being an electrician in high school and the trades, like you said, uh, the plumbing, uh, the carpentry, woodworking, uh, welding, all that stuff. You can take these different things in high school. So when you come out, you can get a good job. Mm-hmm. You can take care of your family. Had a good insurance plan. You know, had a good good retirement plan. So all of those who had those jobs, he was still saying, uh, our parents and grandparents had better jobs than us and made more money than us and were able to do more things than we are in this generation because why? We have not been able to keep up, keep our skill set to match the modern times. Right. He said there are over 2 million prof- people with professional degrees. We're talking about people who are, as a master's degree, and lawyers who are looking for a job. We mean looking for a job. Why haven't you learned how to make a job for yourself? You got people that has a master's in business and never even had a lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. They, don't even, they can't even sell socks out the back of a trunk. Don't know how to do anything. I mean, anything. graduation graduation weekend, I, I, I made like $800 in a week Ubering, and I'm picking yeah. up graduates. Yeah, that's love. And you asking them, yeah. yeah, what's next? And some of them, some of them had jobs. Yeah. You know, I ain't going to front, but wow. it, was, it was enough that didn't that yeah. I was just like, damn. Hey. You know if your child has the discipline to go to college or not. You know their passion. What do they like so much until you don't have to make them do it? Right. See, you don't have to, you don't have to continue to remind somebody to do something that they like to do. And if you like shooting, you know, bow and arrow, shoot it. Shoot Be the it. best. Yeah. Master it. You may not get a job teaching it, but you develop and cultivate your own self, your gifts, your talents, your stickability, your persistence. Something will come along 
that you can use that skill set, your tenacity from doing that, from just doing something you love doing, just mastering it. You master yourself, not a particular class. Right. You master yourself. What are you good at? What, what can you finish on your own without anybody telling you? That's why it's so important with children. You make them wash dishes. Excuse me. And if it's not right, like, wait a minute, you, you miss a spot. They're like, damn, that little spot. It's not about the little spot. It's about you paying particular attention to detail, mm-hmm. finishing what you start. And you, since you are a part of this family, just like everybody else, you're not going to wash and mess them up. And then me or your mom going to come and make it right for you. Because, you know, you teach, you know, helplessness. Yeah. Somebody going, you mess it up, somebody else going to come straighten it out right. for you. You know, you don't have to finish what you start. You don't have to put your whole self into it. You don't have to really try real, real hard, you know. If you don't like it, you can quit and do something else. You don't like it, you can quit and do something else. No. We started this, we're going to do it for a year. You don't like it after the year, it's what it is. But you're going to stick to this. You started it, that's what it's going to be. You're going to take these tennis lessons. After a year, we'll we'll try something else. Hey, guess what? You'll be surprised. After that year, you will have developed the discipline and the passion for it so much until you forgot that after a year we were supposed to try something else. Because you'll see your progress. Parents have to make sure that they hold children accountable. Hold them accountable. Find something they like to do. They like shooting marbles. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't tell them they ain't going to be no professional marble shooter when they grow up. They ain't got nothing to do with you. All right. Help them to master whatever they like to do. Find something you like to do. What do you like All to right. do? Because right. that's one of the first things they ask you in career guidance, counseling, and I'll say, hey, what do you like to do? I like to do basket weaving. Like, you know what? That shit, that ain't going to work. Basket weaving, come on. Come on. <laughs> it was somebody at my dad's church, you know. He retired. He stopped working. And, you know, he just had some straw and stuff, started making baskets. And it would take him, you know, a week to do it. He'd make a basket. Next thing you know, somebody wanted him. He was like, that's fine. He gave because it just. He took his time, paid very, yeah. very good detail to it, and did an exceptional job. He's like, oh, my God, that's nice. Can you make me waste? Well, I don't have time. You know, I'll pay you. He's like, oh, you know, it's going to take me like three, four days to do it. He's like, okay, we'll give you, I'll give you $100. He's like, well, okay. So he's making 30 bucks a day making the basket. But he's he like, well, I ain't got nothing else to do. At least I'm getting paid. So he started making baskets. So he started making more and more and more. So the baskets went from free, free to $100, to $200, $300, to $400 a basket. And he got to get his grandchildren doing it. They could make a, a, a basket every two days. Mm-hmm. So he got 10 of them working, you know, every two days. That's $2,500 yeah. basket weaving. But done a certain type of way. Done a certain type of way. So, you know, you made an excellent point. I mean, what are you going to do in college? Ask him. Right. I'm going to school. Why? What do you mean? Why? So I can get an education. What are you going to do with it? What you talking about? I'm going to get a degree. That's fine. I'm going to walk across that state. Fine. Walk. Yeah, dance. But what are you going to do once <laughs> you get on the other side? That's fine. Right. Man, walk across there. Put your little thing on the other side. Now what? Now what? Now what are you going to do? Because if you're really good at what you do, you don't have to go find work. People will find you. Exactly. Somebody is going to the NBA. Guess what? Man, somebody already looking looking at them when they're in the 12th grade, 10th grade, 9th grade. They're like, you know what? They'll start, they call, that's why they call them scouts. They're going to look for talent. If you can make it all the way through college and ain't nobody knocking on your door, man, trying to get you to uh, join a professional team, 
you might ought to concentrate on something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should Maybe. be concentrating right. on something else. Yeah. I'm not saying that you know blow your dream out of the water. Exactly. But, but yeah, man, that may not be your thing, bro. You know what your thing is, and just good, good, get get good at something. Like right. you, you real good at broadcast journalism. It's spilled over into this. And when man, when the millions and millions of dollars start raking in, and this thing is syndicated all over the world. He looked back on it, talked about it. we sit in the room, <laughs> talk about exactly. black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you bring good content, man. It's relevant. You yeah. keep, you know, you do local, you do national, international. I think that's good. People yeah. want to know. So yeah, pray for Danville. Is is it, for once is kind of done here close to home. Uh, and this is why Kaepernick kneeled. This is why I boycotted. Yes, sir. You know. Yes, sir. I mean, this this it's a good this, start. This been going on. It's a good start, but not until we do something for ourselves. Yeah. Because we can get mad and do what? Because the question we at. Okay, let's say you get mad at the police. Okay, now what you gonna do? They standing exactly. there. You standing there. Okay, now what you gonna do? Right. Take your ass to the house. Pretty much. We got a curfew. You got to be in by this time. Exactly. If you're out, we're gonna arrest you. So now what? Now what? I'm standing on my ground. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Well. We have to have infrastructure. We have to have yeah. systems in place. You know, wrong is wrong. Do I think it's wrong? No, you got to shoot. I mean, yeah, of course it's wrong. You got shooting about it no 10, 20, 30 times. That ain't yeah, necessary. That ain't necessary. Ain't necessary. At the same time, I am not going to be out at no 1, 2 in the morning arguing with somebody over whatever. That's not that's not part of my lifestyle. Yeah, that's not, yeah. So I have a greater propensity not to be shot by the police at two in the morning because I'm not out there. Right. Is it possible? Yeah, I could be coming home, coming late, some any anything could be right. could happen. But I'm going to increase my chances to make it home at the end of the day. I'm not gonna go out, you know, playing chicken with the police. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna carry a gun around in my car. I'm not gonna get toasted and start arguing with people and waving the gun around. These are things that I'm not going to do because right. people want to know, man, what, I mean, that's messed up, what they doing, what they doing. I, that's right. But let's be, I mean, he's gone. We can't do nothing about that, but learn from that. Okay. Is it wrong? Yes. Should we have our own territory, our own land? Yes, we should. In the meantime, why is your child out this time of night? Why is your child driving a car when they don't have a license, they don't have an insurance, they don't have a job, they're not going to school? Why do you need a car? Where, where are you going? Right. What, what are you doing? When they get grown, they can do what they want to do. That's on them. But, you know, how far do you help your child? Not you, They're not showing a certain amount of progress. Do you fund their experiments? Do you fund their excitement? Do you continue to, you know, give them money when you know they're not going to do anything that's going to lead to their own growth and development, you know? And so it is with our wonderful people. How far do you go in there with them? Exactly. True story. How far do you go in there with them? Yeah. Somebody do something they ain't got no business doing, they end up in jail. Are you going to put money on their books? I'm not. Right. I mean, I'll probably do it at first, but at the the end of the day, if you have an extended sentence, man, I got things that I got to do with that money. Somebody has to care enough about you to be concerned that you are locked up. Yeah. And some people have that type right. of uh, spiritual uh, deposits that they've made in the community. They've made certain they've made certain sacrifices until something happened to them. People will rally and go to their cause. 
And there are also some who've been getting in trouble for this, that, and the other, whatever. Like, oh, he back in jail. Oh, oh, it like, like it's like a no yeah. thing. Like, like what? Yeah, yeah you home, know, no big second deal. Second home, yeah. You know, no big deal. You back? Oh, okay. You can go about your business. Right. And that's 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 exactly what happened. So, I mean, so we just yeah, had to keep so, it moving. We still yeah. got stuff we got to do. So, R.I.P. to them brothers, man, and and all my peoples over there. Hey. Shout out to the people in Danville. If yeah, you know that's how it is, man. Up. If you know the police is shooting black folks like it ain't no big deal, don't jump out the car with no gun. Hey. It's just and point blank period. You know, I was telling one of the I was telling one of the brothers I was talking to, I said, man, Snoop Dogg said on the Breakfast Club interview, he said, Man, when I quit carrying pistols, my my whole conversation changed. It became mm-hmm. positive. Yes, sir. Cause I ain't I ain't got no burn on me. I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a skinny dude, man. What I'ma do? Yes, but sir. when I had to burn up, man, I was I was a little quick temper. I, you yeah. know, my 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 tongue was slick. Yeah, I wish somebody would. You know, yeah. so I want like, to test it. And who's to say the police don't have the same type of exactly that that same type of mindset? Like, look. You know what? I ain't not tonight. Nope, not tonight. Come on with it. I ain't playing tonight. Yeah, though. I man, I I was reffing with a cop. We were in Homer, mm-hmm. and he was he was a jerk. He was a jerk. You know what I'm saying? And I told him he was a jerk, and he 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 was retired. Mm-hmm. I guess he had he was on the force in you know uh, Broward County or or somewhere in Florida. Yeah, that's a pretty popular. Yeah, he he was on the he was on the force there mm-hmm. somewhere in Florida, and he pretty much was just saying like, man, like when people when people get out of pocket and and we feel we're in danger, man, we 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 shoot them, kill them. We don't we don't shoot to subdue. We shoot to kill, and we go home and sleep like babies, like. Wow. You know, he was saying this, and what really pissed me off was the team in particular that uh, we were officiating was Uni High. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, pretty much where I work, uh, I kind of roam from building to building, and Uni High is pretty much not a building that I roam in, but is it sits kind of around the buildings that I roam. Mm-hmm. So one of the coaches recognized me. Mm-hmm. So we're in the hospitality room and we just talking. And you know, uni they they, you know, they probably sending kids to the engineering department at 15. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. uh probably 16. Mm-hmm. So they're not hoopers. You know, mm-hmm. so they getting their brains beat in and the coach is just coming in at the hospitality room at halftime, you know, shooting the shit with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't no big deal. <laughs> yeah, we don't expect much out yeah. of this. Yeah. Like this. So we talking and, you know, just talking about that part of campus and, um, you know, the, the retired cop, my, my ref partner, kind of just eavesdropping a little bit and he's like oh so where y'all you know where y'all work at we was like oh we work at the U of I mm-hmm. so he pretty much this was a week 
a month after Trump gets elected. And of course, you know, it was a few um, people that were demonstrating and doing some things, um, you know, protesting the presidency or the inauguration or something like that, you know. Um, and, and he pretty much got, you know, he pretty much started dressing the, the, the young man. Well, you need to get those people over there to quit protesting. It's like, and I told him, I said, look at this kid. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's a geek. How in the hell is he going to stop hundreds of, maybe even thousands of people from protesting. Like, man, you, you, you just you quit being a jerk. And I told him that. I said, quit being a jerk. Yeah, that's good. How'd he respond? He was, you know, when I stood up to him, he, you know, he got a little salty. And then after, you know, and then when it was time to go out and do the game, Man, I'm still reffing. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. man, I'm, I got a little money on the line. I'm trying to get that bread and get on up out of there. Mm-hmm. So then, when we done, he was just like, man, you was right. I'm just like, man, it's it's your guy is in there. What are you What are you mad about? Yeah. What are you mad about? He in there. He don't care what's going on in Champaign, <laughs> Illinois. Like, but you know, it just. But that's good y'all had a good dialogue. Yeah. That's good. It's like, man. It's good that you expressed, you know, what you thought and yeah. felt, which is real good. And it's good for him to come back like, you know what, man, you got a good point. One of the things about it is you have, when you, you got to point out the wrong. If you yeah. see something that you know is wrong, you have to stand for what you believe is wrong. Bring it to the other person's attention. You don't know how they will respond until after you've pointed it out. Right. Sometimes, you know, you you know, people can sometimes have a habit of doing the same thing all the time and they become insensitive to anything else. Yeah. You know, when that happens and then there's a dialogue, some people change their minds, some people go further and deeper into what they already believe. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to get, man, until, you know, you address it. That's good that you address it. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I, just, just, I was just like, man, I, I just couldn't believe he was coming at this dude. Like, like man, bro, I mean, geek, Crazy acne, tall, yeah. had no business coaching yeah. basketball. Just basically, def- you know, the defenseless. Yeah, defenseless. Yeah. Well, I mean, cows and bullies, you know, they always go for people exactly. who are not going to challenge them. Exactly. But when they are challenged, that gives them an opportunity to change their mindset or at least reflect on, you know what? Yeah, and that's what I told. Yeah. I said, man, like, nobody is, yeah, Don. And and I guess we'll just go into I guess we'll talk about what's going on now in, in our country. But, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but uh mm. I don't think people every day dog your president <laughs> <laughs> because of his policy. They know that, <laughs> you know, he gonna do what he do. <laughs> it's just the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just the, the the ethics and morals that people don't like. And that's what I was telling you. I like, man, his politics, his policy, like nobody 
not very many people are challenging that. They're challenging his morals, his his values, his character. And I just told him, you know, but, you know, uh, yeah, so let's transition. I like that. You got a fake. We'll transfer. Dollars are fakes. You got a fakes. Um, honestly, I'm just going to keep it a buck with, 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 with the listeners. Um, I know, I know more about the images I've seen mm-hmm. as opposed to what's actually going on with this immigration or asylum or, you know, these, these children getting separated from their families. Mm. Uh, um, it's just kind of unfortunate, uh, very unfortunate, um, unnecessary, mm. uh, but so I guess the last few days or last, I guess they've really just put it in overdrive to get these illegal immigrants out of the country mm. and are going so far as to separate the, the, the babies that have been born. I, I've seen kids as young as eight months getting taken from their parents. Wow. Um, Men in cages and tents and what should happen? Because that's one narrative. Yeah, and and this is why. What uh, should yeah. What should happen? What, what I mean, what do you think should happen? From any angle that you know, America should be for any and everybody, or opposed to. I mean, and also, you know, at what point or should somebody not be coming in? Or what 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 makes it illegal? You know, what I mean, maybe they're coming back home. Parts of America used to belong to, you know. These right. people, so you know, California, so, Mexico, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so uh, you know, so what's the solution? Is there a solution? I, I you know, be a solution. yeah, it, it, you know, and and here's here's here's, I think what he he's done, the president has done, mm-hmm. is again, I believe he has. This was a part of his campaign. He he had white America, poor white America, convinced these Mexicans are over here illegally. They are taking the jobs, and they're here illegally. And I'm gonna get them out. It ain't. It ain't. <laughs> I I don't think. I mean, of course, he's saying that. You know, they're committing crimes and they're bad people. Of course, he said that. Mm -hmm. But I believe, especially poor white Americans, Mm -hmm. believe these Mexicans, illegal or not, Mm -hmm. are the reason they're not prospering. The the Mexicans and the blacks Mm. are the reason they're not prospering. So I haven't answered your question. Mm -hmm. No, there's an answer in there. I'm, I'm hearing it. And, um, but I guess we blacks have gone through this forever. 
Yeah, we've been going through it for hundreds of years. You know, and, you know, in slavery, they would, you know, yeah. rape our, yeah. you know, women and right. Right. and uh, take the children. And, yep. Yep. and then today we're going through it and it's called mass incarceration. Yeah, you got millions of black men in prison when you have female-headed households. Yeah. You know, the majority female-headed households. You know, there's, you know, is a coincidence? It's by design. It's by design. It's by design. Yeah, of and, course, it's by design. And I and I and 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 I'm not playing eye for an eye. I'm not pl- trying to keep score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe in my heart of hearts, I spit straight facts when I said we going through it today, and it's called mass incarceration. Yeah, oh, of course. And, and I, between that yeah. autism, uh. Uh, what do you call those things? Vaccinations, uh, poor health care, not not access to jobs. Same thing. It still all comes back to we don't build institutions to guarantee the survival of our children. We're caught up in the latest technology, the games, the videos, the sports, the entertainment, all these different things out of all the courts. I say the court, I mean, you got, the, you got the king, you got the queen, you got the, in chess, you got the king, you got the queen, you got the bishop, you got the knight, you got the rook, you got the pawns. Even in the court, you have the court jester. That's mm-hmm. the dude jumping guy, all that entertainment stuff going on. Now, what's the quality of life of the jester's children? It may benefit a few, but the, but, but the majority... What hope do our children have if we don't set up something for them? What else are they going to do? All right. It's like all these avenues, all these doors are closed. We don't have the school. If we do have a school, we don't think about having an independent, our own individual school. We want to have a charter school that's still tied to somebody else paying for it. You know, that's so lame to me. Somebody else got to pay for your school? Come on, man. Pay for your own school. Yeah. Why can't you pay for young? Why? Why is it whenever we start thinking about doing something, we always talk about getting a grant. We want a grant. Let's get some grants, some professional grant writers to give us some free money. You know. So once once you get a grant to start your school, then when the next fiscal year comes around, you got to show them all. You know, this is what I did with your money. You know, can I get some more? I mean, you're still in a situation where you're begging and proving, proving that you are inferior. Why can't you take care of yourself? You know, so I can see that, you know, we have become an irritant. <laughs> that, that, you know, that I didn't irritant. expect that word, but I'm laughing because, <laughs> God damn, that's that's pretty much what it is. Is it true? Yeah. Yeah, we've been here 400 years. Yeah, we didn't work. Yeah, we didn't even pay. Yeah, they beat our asses. Yeah, we got raped. Yeah, we got this. We got that. Okay, fine. Worse treatment anybody has ever experienced in the annals of history. At some point in time, it comes up, what's next? Something has to be next. Because it's not, I mean, it's not looking real good for us out here. No. We're still, I mean, we're still producing children. Children are still producing children. Babies making babies. And if they're not, I mean, they don't have the requisite knowledge or the, the wisdom to take care of it, so the grandparents will take care of it. So when the grandparents are taking care of the children, some by themselves, not helping, not assisting, 
every now and then. But no, that's their full time job. I got to take care of these children. Why you drop yeah. them off? And I got the heart. You know you could drop them off because you know my, how my heart is. Yeah. So you drop the cheering off. So you can go do something else. Are you going to work? Are you going to school? What are you doing every day to justify somebody else taking care of your children? Ain't talking about white folks. Ain't talking about Chinese. Ain't talking um, whatever they do. That's what they're doing. We can look and learn from anybody else. I'm saying we can blame in and everybody for everything. Fine, but what are you going to do? I say personally. I know we have to. You know, I know it's still tied to us as a whole, as a group. But what are you going to do personally to take care and make sure your child is a more productive person to, you know, your group, the society. And humanity, uh, humanity at large, and even as adults, what have you done this year that has improved yourself over last year or two years ago or three years ago? Or you're in the same position you were in doing the exact same thing, and that's called? Insanity. Insanity. So whenever the, uh, the president or somebody else steps up, I'm like, you know what, man, we ain't taking care of y'all no more. We ain't giving y'all nothing else. You got Chinese people over here that ain't begging for benefits. You got people that come over here, they start their own business. Next thing you know, you got a little Chinatown, little Koreatown, little Italy, little this, little that. Why? But it's little, but it's going to grow and develop because they're buying land. They're setting up banks. They're setting up the infrastructure because they're not going to send their little children to go beg for jobs. So until we do something, we got to put in a good word for our children. Yeah, I know so old. What's his name? I went to school with him. He'll give you a job. I've been knowing him for a long time. That's fine. Until his cousin or nephew need a job. And then your son got to go. Your daughter got to go. Your cousin got to go. Then where are they going to go? Yeah. We got to stop blaming other people and stop trying to, trying to say everybody, everybody needs to take care of us. We need. I mean, that's, that's really, really, really bad. It really is such an inferior position. To say, you know, they know better than you. So, why did why did why is his why is the president's ire fury towards the Mexicans? I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know so much as it is as against the Mexicans, or as much as it is he has a certain he has a certain agenda. I mean, yeah. His agenda is not just against Mexicans or not just against blacks or not just against so-called immigrants. President Trump said, he was reportedly said this, this country was nothing. We tamed this country. We ain't going to apologize for making it great. Is his words. <laughs> they weren't doing nothing with the country anyway. Right. So what do you say uh, to somebody who says, "Okay, what are you, what are you going to do to make it better? What are you going to do to make your own life better? Or have you got into that same rat race that everybody else is into, and your life is the same thing, living from check to check, day to day, hoping you make it, pray you make it. Every time you get something, you spend it, not saving, not investing, not getting yourself together. So, because it, it doesn't matter whether it's Trump or whoever else is in office, right?" True story. Because he's going to be gone in less than eight years, less than six, seven years. Yeah. He's gone no matter what, right. whether he do another 40 year or not. I'm not concerned about 
that. Right. As much as I am, what I can do here personally and locally. Because even Barack Obama, most people can't tell you what Barack Obama did. They can't name one or two things that he did to help their particular situation. Most people don't. And even if he did set up something, did you take advantage of it? More than likely right, not. Right. So to dislike somebody who you don't you can't name nothing they did for you. I mean, you, you, you dislike this, you, you you like a person who you can't name one thing they did for you. But then you dislike a person, you can't name one thing they did to hurt you. As much as you your own self have not taken advantage of, you know, the time that you have been given, you know, to improve your own condition. Right. Regardless of what President Trump does, ain't got time to hate him or dislike him. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I got stuff to do. Man, I got man. I got to finish this guy's deck on this roof, and it's hot. I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I'm thinking about the job in Danville. I'm thinking about you know bidding on this other hundred apartment, uh, doing the siding. You know, I'm thinking about multi million dollar projects that I can do. I can hire more people, and I tell you. I hire whoever can do the job. That's who I'll hire because I got I have an agenda. I'm not gonna hire you just because you're black. That doesn't qualify you. That doesn't give you a certain skill set just because your ass is black. If that be the case, it wouldn't need to be an interview. Oh shit, you black? Come on, it don't work like that. <laughs> no, it don't. It doesn't work like that. I hire whoever yeah. has the requisite uh, skill set who can handle the heat. Who can do the work? Who's, who's not going, going to, to complain? Yeah. Yeah, who's going to do the work? Can you work eight hours straight without taking a, 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 a smoke break every two minutes? You got to leave and you got to go somewhere to get something to eat and come back. You know, you're gone for two hours. You got to get picked up. Got to get dropped off. Got to get picked up. You got to get dropped off. You ain't got your own tools, you know. Yeah, your basic tools. You, you, you'll buy a black, <laughs> but you won't buy a hammer. <laughs> they about the same price. Yeah, you'll get a white owl. Damn it! You won't go and get you, you know, a, a, a tool belt. Yeah. You don't have you don't have a screwdriver. You don't have a flathead screwdriver. <laughs> you come on, job talking about how fast of a learner you are. I'm saying these different things because yeah, when you this. present yourself and you hire yourself on to somebody to say, "I will work for you for this amount of money. I can do this and this and this." That's okay. Show me what can you do. I mean, what can you do? What What have you done the last year? Right. Companies want to know, what have you done the last three years? Yeah. They don't want somebody who hasn't been doing anything. What is your work ethic like? Show me your history. You know? Show me your, uh, 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 your job FICO score. Can you prove that you can be on a job for the next five years or three years? Or am I going to waste a whole lot of money training you and then you're going to be gone somewhere else or you get, a, get your first check, I ain't going to see you no more. That's not so much as a, uh, what do you call it, a racial thing as much as it is. What is your work ethic like? I got black customers. I got white. I got Chinese customers. I've had all kind of customers. All the people who I work for. I work for whoever, man, whoever will treat me right and, and pay me whatever we agree on. I don't have a problem with that. Right. And they look at me, they're not looking at uh, this black guy. No, they're they like, hey, can you do the job? Right. Yes, ma'am, I can. Okay, prove it. Have you done work like this for somebody else? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, can you bring me some pictures? Yes, ma'am, right here. Hey, boom, I pulled my pictures up. Here you go. This before, during, and after right here. They're like, oh, my God. 
Do you have insurance? Yes, ma'am. See right here? What's your email address? I have my uh, insurance company send you a deck page. Oh, okay. What kind of policy? I said, I got a $4 million policy, and the state it requires me to only have a $1 to $2 million policy. They're like, oh, damn. Okay, then. And they can't, I, I shoot down all their no's. Yeah. I shoot down everything. It's when you start, as soon as you give me a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, my point, and I continue to say it, we have to start. Man, we, we got to start businesses, man. We do. Yeah. Because even if we wanted to help the children at the Border Patrol, that, you know, they say that's getting kicked and punched and beat and sexually abused. But, you know, whatever the, the media is saying is happening. I don't deny it. Of course it could happen. You know, we've seen on TV where, you know, folks who were detained at uh, Guantanamo Bay, it was parading them around naked. I mean, just doing all kind of crazy stuff. Just, you know, just shows me. So I don't, I don't put anything past anybody. But my point is, in order to help somebody, you have to be in a position to help. You can't just beg the people who you say put them in that position in the first place, to, the same people to, to, uh, to stop it now. Yeah. That's why if we have the infrastructure and, you know, we have, let's say we want to uh, save all the babies. Hey, go in and adopt them. I'll take them. They're not going to be any problems at all. We'll take them. We'll take them right now. Do I think it's wrong for them to do that? Of course I think it's wrong. Yeah, man. Do, so, I think, do I think it's wrong for that to happen? Yes, but I think quite a few things are wrong. Yeah. But what's yeah. what was his agenda? I mean, what, what is his goal? So does he say if we let just let everybody come in? Those of you who say uh, that everybody should come in, what kind of life do you think that's going to be for you? Yeah. Let's say I mean I mean Donald Trump says, hey, okay, let everybody come in. Who's going to pay for that? It's him. I'm not saying, but hey, let, okay, let's open the door. Let anybody who want to come come, and let's get rid of let's get of every, let's get rid of everybody's 401k. Let's get rid of any kind of job security. Let's get rid of. We, we won't have a police force to take care of it. All right. So Donald Trump says, "Wait a minute." We got to have some, we got to put some kind of brakes on this thing. Right. I mean, I get that. I'm not saying everything that he says is right. I'm right. asking a question. I'm saying for those children to suffer or those children that are detained, there's a lot of Mexican people here that's got a lot of money. Yeah. Go pick them up. I do. No, no. No, I'm saying go get them. Oh, oh, heck, I ain't doing that, but yeah. No, I'm saying, listen, <laughs> I'm saying when we care and we say, when we say that we care, right, right, right. our care has right. to be tied to yeah, doing something. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The care can't just be, Lord, have mercy, a Jesus, Facebook just feeling post, sorry right, for people. Yeah. That's fine. That's a good start. You, you have some kind of empathy. Right. But, you know, if it touches you that much, go down there and get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it touches me that much for this brother who you know who's homeless, he's sitting on the curb begging. Take him on. Why wouldn't you take him to your house? Man, because I don't care that much. I feel bad for him, but 
you have a limit. I got my own. I got my own that, that depend on me for food, calling, and shelter. You got your own. And in the political arena, when certain people are elected, they owe those who got them there a certain loyalty. Yeah. That's 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 what it boils down to. That's what it boils down to. I don't think it's so much as the voting because everybody can vote for Hillary and Trump still win in the electoral college. That's kind of right. an interesting situation anyway. That's just whatever. But, you know, I mean, still, I mean, who would you rather have, Hillary, Clinton? I think she's worse than anybody. No, I will her say. And Bill, you know, they yeah. had more black folks locked up, you know, than anybody. Yeah, I will say. I don't think the cabinet would be what it is. You know, sessions and all these other clowns, you know. I I don't think that would be the circumstance if Hillary was. I mean, I voted for Hillary, you know. I, I mean, in the primary, I voted for Bernie, you know, but... um. You know, I just, I think things will be different. I, I mean, I think, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is, you know, it is what it is. I appreciate you because coming here is just like, hey, man, you know, I, I just saw the images, you know. I, I mean, I ain't, I, you know, I like you said, like, it's unfortunate. Let's go over there. It, you know, but... We can take off work tomorrow. Like you said, I don't uh-uh, care let's enough. Go. We, can get, we can go get one or two now. I got room. Yeah. I, I might have uh-uh, room, uh-uh, but... Uh-uh. Come I, on. Man, I may not have means. Look, we got the means. We can go do it. We can cash out part of the 401Ks. Use man. that money. I mean, well, I mean... I don't I can't. You, I mean, you'll take a penalty. <laughs> I mean, you get hit with some, with some penalties. Man. Look, my point is this. We are all motivated by our own self-interest. Mm-hmm. And those interests has boundaries. You are going to take better care of your children than anybody right. else's. That's what you're supposed to do. And I think that's do. where the, the, the empathy comes in because you have children that are being taken away from their parents and I think as a parent you kind of see that and you just feel for them you know even if they have to go back to the the, the country that they came from illegally just don't take mm. the kids you know don't don't do that that that's that's where the that's where the empathy comes that's where when you see the images and it's like Man, just get it, get these, get these babies to their parents. You know, get these kids to their parents. You know, like you got them in the cage as if they done, you know, committed a crime. And you know, I was reading something earlier where being over here illegally is a misdemeanor. It's not even a felony. Really? Yeah. But watch this. Power, man. Listen to me. Power. Power respects power. 
power only respect power. You can march. You can beg. You can cry. You can pray. You can do all these different things. But as long as you want to. Power respects power, man. Yeah. You know, people jump on bullies. Jump on people who they know they're gonna who not who, who they think is not gonna fight back. Right. We have proven that we are, in a sense, helpless. Yeah. Even back to Jericho, just in the church. Yeah. For us to just work out our own issues, or call other churches like, "Come on, y'all, help us to solve these issues." We all believe in one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Come on, y'all. Let's go ahead and pray about it. We ask God to give us the answer. Where, where is that? Right. You're going to go to the highest authority in your mind to solve your problem. You don't believe God can solve your problem. Mm. So you take it to court. Mm. If you thought God could solve it, you leave it right there. We're going to turn it over to the mm. Lord, and he work it out. Mm. So we prove who we really think the Lord is. Mm. Mm. Black Coffee No Sugar No Cream Podcast So I mean we, we prove every day Who is the authority in our lives mm. Even in the church After we've hey, After we've done all we can We don't stand We go there to the court mm. Hey will you please knocking on the Hey, hey Man will you tell him he gotta go I mean you go to an authority figure Somebody who you see in your mind That has the power and force To move them out of the way Where's God? On both sides. Why can't they come together and pray about it? Ask God to intervene. What would Jesus do? WWJD got all them bracelets. <laughs> can, you know? Can thump them Bible uh, scriptures. You know, so we just have to, man, we just have to show and prove. Would you really believe that? Prove that our issues can be solved by a mercy for God. Right. We say he's a lawyer in the courtroom. He's a doctor in the sick room. Do you believe that? We prove that we don't when we do these things. We don't have, we, I mean, we can't even govern ourselves. That's what you're proving. Yeah. So we're going to go pay. You already got financial problems. Now, both sides going to hire lawyers. That's who the winners. Congratulations. Give yeah. it up to the lawyers. Go on, yeah. give it up, y'all. Come on, snap, snap. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> get paid regardless. He decide yeah. win or lose. <laughs> <laughs> Shayla, come on the show. We yeah. love to have you. That's right. Well, Shayla's wonderful. I'm telling yeah. you. And what she said, she, man, what she said is just right on time. <laughs> I mean, she just—it's the truth. Yeah. Oh, Shayla. But hey, I don't—I I have not any opposition for somebody getting paid to tell you you can and cannot do this. I don't have a problem with that. Right. I don't have a problem at all. I think that's a just a. I think that's a wonderful profession. Profession, I do. Yeah, for yeah. somebody to think for you, somebody to write for you, right. somebody to speak for you. Because when you hire an attorney, you sit down and shut up, and they speak for you. They represent you. You know, you yeah. don't want to read it, so he you didn't give even it to show your lawyer. Up. Yeah, he didn't even show up. You know, so hey, what happened to resist the devil and he'll flee from you? Face your difficulty, deal with it. But I just, I, I, I think it would be. A greater show of faith, you know, and your really in your belief system, for you to, you know, sit down with your other fellow members, 
and deal with it, you know, from a scriptural prof- uh, uh, platform. Yeah. You know, if that's what you really believe. Right. But we prove what we believe by how we do things. Do things yeah. I don't believe when I die, I'm going to heaven. I don't believe that. For for me to believe that, I would have to, you know, save some energy for that. I ain't got no energy to save for that. I'm not banking on that. I'm not banking on seeing my grandma one day. That don't make no sense to me. That's crazy. Where would she go? I mean, where is she? She what, like 60 years old, been dead 40 years or something like that? That's correct. What kind of condition? Who told it? The first thing is, hey, who told, who told you that? Who told you when mm. you die, you're going to heaven? Mm. The same person told you about Santa Claus? The tooth fairy? <laughs> Come on, man. Somebody that tricked your parents into lying to you? You get a tooth pulled, stick it under your pillow? You better tell somebody, hey, children, if you lose a tooth and stick it under your pillow, you better tell somebody because I did that one time. I had I, My tooth came out. I stuck it on the pillow. Hey, that next day I got up, nothing. <laughs> so the lesson I learned was, hey, you better tell somebody. So when I told my folks, then there was a dollar under there, under the pillow. So I'm like, oh, God, that's good. So what a child do? Take they, take more teeth out when they want something? That's crazy. And what the tooth fairy going to do with a dollar? Right. That's crazy. You take your, I mean, what are you going to do with it? You going to invest yeah. it? You going to invest that tooth? I'm saying the same, the same people that told us, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny laying eggs, all these different things are the same people that told me when I die, I'm going to heaven. What a vet, that is so smart. That's such a, that's such a great marketing uh, thing. Because if you think you're going to get everything when you die, then the person who told you that, they get everything right now. That and them and their children. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. Tell me, you don't believe in God. You don't believe in heaven. Not when I die. But I do see we catching hell right now. Yeah. And some some people catching heaven right now. Yeah. So what's worse than somebody burning you like popcorn and raping you and robbing you and pulling you apart with like two horses or burying you up to your neck? in the ground and pouring molasses on your head and, and, and letting the ants eat you alive. You tell me there's something that's going to be worse than that when we die? Yeah. Don't make no sense. And you're going to tell me I'm going to burn and never burn up for years, forever, for the rest of my life? How can I feel something if I'm burn up? Right. How can you burn and never burn up? It's going to be hell, going to be hotter than the sun. Come on, man. What are you talking about? You can't even read you repeating that stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to get on that, but, you know, that's one of the things that continue to put us as black people in the position of babies and children, you know, got to be taken care of. You still believe in fairy tales, you know, crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, Oh, you don't believe in God. Man, you can say what you want. But I do know that, man, before I die, I'm going to have some of this earth that I can call my own. I'm going to leave my children better than I found it. I'm going to leave life better than I found it and teach them to do better too. Survivability and legacy. I'm not gonna be here and do nothing. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. I wasn't born here for that. I'm I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. I'm greater than that. And I and I and I encourage us to continue to grow and develop. You know, just sitting around doing nothing, barely making it. I ain't I ain't trying to do that. In that order. So they ain't mean to get off all on that. Nah. I'm just passionate about yeah. us doing something better for ourselves. So. And stop begging people and be more of a builder. Minister Farquhar said, man, be build, builders, not beggars. 
Yeah, you look like begging somebody all the time. Can't nobody respect you like that. No. Nope. So, brother, you got you got a you got a daughter, don't you? Yeah, yes, sir. You got a sister, don't you? Yes, sir. Well, we I I want to get on this because it's been it's it's dominated black Twitter for a couple of weeks. Um Niggas is savage, niggas is monsters. You know, I gotta niggas play a little camps, little, little music to niggas black coffee, so now they precautious. New Kanye kid. West. I'm scared of the karma. Cause now I see women as something to nurture, not something to conquer. I hope she like Nikki, I'll make her a monster. Now having menages. I'm just being silly, I answer the door like Will Smith and Martin. Nigga, do we have a problem? Matter of fact, Marlin. This ain't me the Farkas. I beat his ass, pray I beat the charges. No daddy don't play, not when it comes to their daughters. Don't do no yoga, don't do Pilates. Just play piano and stick to karate. I pray your bodies, drink more like mine and not like your mommy's. Just being salty, but niggas is nuts. And I am a nigga, I know what they want. I pray that you don't get it all at once. Curves under your dress, I know it's pervs all on the net. All in the comments, you wanna vomit. That's your baby, you love her to death. Now she cutting class and hanging with friends. You break a glass and say it again. She can't comprehend the danger she in. I told you, you I'm not, I'm not giving up on him, this man. <laughs> you go through it again. But how you the devil rebuking the sin? Let's pray we could put this behind us. I swear that these times is the wildest. She got the scars, they serve as reminders. Blood still on her pajamas, but yesterday is dead. Yeah, moment of silence. Next should be off the collars and then at the altar. Cause she know that niggas are savage. Niggas is monsters, niggas is pimps, niggas is players, to niggas have daughters. Niggas is pimps, niggas is players, to niggas have daughters. Don't you go up in a hurry, your mama be worried. So beautiful. Oh, it was all part of the story, <laughs> even the scary nights, thank you for all of the glory. You will be remembered all, thank you to all of the heroes of the Kanye. You like old Kanye, don't you? New Kanye West. That was called Violent Crimes off his new album. It came out uh, this, a week ago today. No, nah, nah, two weeks ago. So I played that uh, pretty much uh, dedication to, you know, I guess his daughter daughters I think mm-hmm. and um, the reason why I played that song and why, why I'm using it as a segue to get in our very last topic for this episode mm-hmm. is a couple of future rapper called future mm-hmm. um, huge rapper I say probably top ten popular rapper. Um, I just get a little bit of future. This this song is called Honest. So you know, in 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 bombs, but you know, it's black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Mm. But mumble rap, Atlanta, Georgia's own future. Now just listen to what he's saying He said I keep a gang of bad bitches 
Buddy being honest. Okay, well. No, nah, that's future. Mm-hmm. So I've never heard of him. No, nah, he 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 got some hits. Um so future, mm-hmm. I guess there's a young lady. I I, I forget her Instagram. She's an Instagram model. Mm-hmm. I guess an aspiring um rapper. So I think she's in she's in Florida. And I guess Future was in Florida working. Mm-hmm. And I guess they hung out in the studio. And you know, she 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 pretty, you know she bad. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and so I guess there was an attraction. Uh-huh. And I guess they've been texting, talking for months. And so I guess Future was in LA. Um, cause Future uh has a bunch of kids, but one in particular is by a singer named Sierra, and she's mm-hmm. married to Russell Wilson, who's a quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So that one is probably Lil Future is probably his more high-profile child because his mother is a singer and the kid's stepfather is a football player. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just assuming, but he was in L.A. working and had his child or whatever. So, um, you know, Shorty was at him. You know, he said he wanted to see her. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to see her. So she was like, okay, fly me out. So he was like, you know, go ahead, get the ticket, and I'll pay you when, you know, you land. Mm -hmm. So I guess she went ahead and bought her own ticket. You know, red flag number one, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) So she paid $550 for the flight. Mm -hmm. Um. She gets to L.A., and I guess he pretty much had a hotel, had, you know, everything situated for. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, they they communicating via text, and he he pretty much saying, you know, I'm paying you back times a thousand. Mm -hmm. So to me... When you say that, that's just a figure of speech saying my word is my bond. But she took it literal as if like mm. you're going to pay me five thousand five hundred dollars for, you know, the, the trouble I went through to book this flight. Mm-hmm. So they communicate and she's in town. She gets to the hotel. You know, he already got the room for. And. When. He. Tells her, you know, I'm, I'm I'm spending time with my son. I'll be there later. Have some sexy lingerie on for me. So she says, oh, I'm not really on that. I thought, you know, we was going, you know, go to the studio or whatever. So he ain't text back or whatever. And so then... Um, she, you know, hitting him up or whatever. And, you know, he pretty much said, man, if, if you ain't putting out, he, he texted her back. I'm good. Love. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So I'm good, love. So so with all this, mm-hmm. she got upset, and I guess um he checked out the room or something like that. He checked out the room, so her key didn't work. So then when she went down to the front desk to get a, a new key or get the key validated, they told her the room had been checked out. Wow. So I wanted to talk about this mm-hmm. because one, it just kind of, you know, lighten the mood. I ain't going to say lighten the mood, you know, but um, it pretty much is like what they call memes and, and you know, people just using the term I'm good, love, enjoy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she she pretty much screenshotted the text messages, put it out, talked about, you know, pretty much how he did her, mm-hmm. trying to expose him. But little did she know she got clowned. Mm. And I don't see nothing wrong with what he did. (laughs) You don't think that was wrong? I mean. Wait a minute now. What was the purpose of her going? Let's just let's keep the principle in place. Why was she going? According to her or him? According to her. Well, let, let, let's look at her side. Let's give her some credibility for her. Let, let's kind of give her. Let's let's believe her real quick. What was she, why? What was she going to do? I don't know. Hang out. Okay. Why was she going there? He invited her. He said he wanted to see her. Okay. He wanted to see her. Okay. And then she. She asked him to book her flight. Okay. So when I said red flag number one. Mm -hmm. She paid for her own flight. She paid for her own flight. Could he afford to pay for her? Of course. Okay. But that comes with a price. So. I understand this now. She should know that if she's coming, she should know what to expect. That's what you're saying. Yeah. What what if she don't want to? She shouldn't have topped her ass on the plane. No, man. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) It can't work like that. (laughs) Okay. I put it to you like this. I had, I, 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 I read a, I read a story a couple of years ago on social media. Mm-hmm. It was three couples. Okay. They all go to Puerto Rico for five days. Okay. They pretty much triple dated down there. Triple dated. Yeah. So you had three couples. Okay. So one couple in in particular. He he pretty much was interested in the girl. He they was talking. He pretty much paid for her flight, paid for her hotel. She okay. pretty much got a free trip to Puerto Rico. Okay. For five days. And she didn't give him no ass. Oh my God. 
And you think she should have? Tell the truth. Yeah, at least one night. Like at least at least the 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 the, the last night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Wait a minute, wait. She has a right to not do it. She's not obligated. Look, man. No, no, no. She's not obligated. She's not obligated, but. But you think she should. No, we talking about future future situation or the situation in Puerto Rico? The Puerto Rican. Uh, the Puerto Rico vacation. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a lot of money to not get no ass. She not a prostitute. I don't say she a prostitute. So you think she should have done it because he paid the money for her? You got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's no way you can expect to hop your little, your, your ass on a, uh, oh, man. On, a, on a plane, on somebody else's dime, if, if, and, and all-inclusive. I mean, this dude literally took her to court to get half his money back because he didn't get no like this no, is a real situation man, that's not real that's not real uh, <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> i'm telling you so 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 back to future back to future but what did she prompt did she say she was gonna do it before she no 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 Come she didn't in. obviously she didn't wow obviously she didn't but if she didn't, well, she could decide, you know what? I thought I was, but I don't want to do it now. And that's Is she fine. wrong? Is she wrong? No. Okay. We're on the same page then. All no, right, she's, future. I got you. She's not wrong, but future played her. And I'm not mad at him. And he did his and in, in the I'm good love in joy. Wow. So he was flying her out there so they could hook up. And she that was known his that. intention. Well, I mean, okay, that, uh, well, I'm glad that's a good word, intention. Because but they wasn't he, clear on that. Well, he tried to make it clear, wear something sexy for me. Okay. And she said. Oh, I wasn't on that. I I think I got the text message because she put it out there. She, 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 she screenshotted the conversation and she put it out. And she wait a minute, got you, wait, clown. Wait now, do you think they did that to be relevant? Because you said people who are in this particular industry, they want to stay relevant. And I'm thinking that she, she, why, thought, why, uh, she thought she would, she thought she would get sympathy, mm-hmm. and the the total exact opposite took place. Hmm. Now, 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 with the whole Me Too thing, I get it that it's, it's a sensitive situation. But it's still some things that are not going to change. Now, let's just say, for instance, who knows if he got a girlfriend or he got a situation. So if I'm flying you out, I'm putting it on the American Express or the the Visa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this five hundred fifty dollar charge for cheap tickets or orbits or you know 
or straight through the airline. What, what, what's this? So he, he, that's where she messed up. If, 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 you know, you can't fly yourself out and, you know, nah, that's where she messed up. You think so? Yeah. Now, listen. Now, I got to ask this question. Yeah. Not about not whether you think this should happen or... Okay, let's say you go out with somebody. You take her out to dinner or... Yeah. You know, not you. No, but, right. But is she obligated? Not obligated, but should she give you something? If it's just dinner, a movie... Mm-hmm. A night out, no. Can I tell you, I before I got married, I dated. Right. I've dated different people. Yes. You know? And I would go out. Yes. And uh, I'll pay for it. I, mean, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I pay yeah. for everything. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Man, I, ain't, I don't even know what Dutch is. I, ain't, I don't speak Dutch. I'm not German. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if I went out, man, I'm going to pay for it. And... I don't expect you to do anything. I don't have a problem with that because I'm trying to see if I like you. Now, I have been accused. I've had somebody tell me, like, you know what? Something must be wrong with you because I didn't, you know, try to initiate and do more than just hug or kiss on a person. Right, right, right. I guess they use the word. I wasn't feeling them. I wasn't, it just wasn't gelling like that. You right. know? I'm like, nah, this ain't going to work. And I even said, you know what? This ain't gonna work. And you know, she wanna know, well, you know, you wanna see me again? I'm like, no. Right. And and I mean that's understandable. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, she's like, Well, what's wrong with you? So my question is, nothing has to be wrong with the person if you don't wanna if you're not feeling that person, it ain't uh driving like that. So when she went there, they had a relationship in the past, right? I guess they they hung out okay. and were speaking. Okay. Via text. They were communicating. Okay. So obviously he was feeling her. And and I and I seen a couple of her Instagram posts. She she okay. is a thirst trap. She what a what? Thirst trap. So basically what is it? Putting sexy pictures up. Um a thirst trap? Yeah. How you know all this stuff? It's just a, it's just a terminology. Okay. So when I say a thirst trap, <laughs> a thirst trap. obviously she she <laughs> she not she not trying to put out. She just want she just want to put provocative and, and sexy and sedu and seductive pics on her Instagram for likes and the comments with the emojis. And when somebody really trying to get at her, it's. Well, I'm not really on that. Mm. And that's fine. Okay, a thirst trap. I got you. And that's fine. <laughs> but you went and you bought a ticket. You flew your ass out to L.A. in hopes to see this man. And you thought and you thinking after three months of communicating. Mm-hmm. You expecting him. So 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 this is the situation when we talk about the Puerto Rico situation. That 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 guy flew the flew the girl out, paid for everything, didn't get no ass. He wanted his money. She <laughs> she crazy. flew out, she flew out to L.A., uh-huh. told Future, 
that wasn't what she was on. She didn't pack no lingerie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He he texted her back when she asked, "Was he coming?" He said, "I'm good, love, enjoy." Mm-hmm. But then she put the whole thing out, and she wanted fifty five hundred dollars based on him saying, "I got you a thousand times a thousand. Mm-hmm. So just like my man from Puerto, my man from the Puerto Rico trip wanted some of his money, she still wanted future to pay for her. Airfare times a thousand. Wow. And I'm thinking. You think she wrong? I'm okay. She's not wrong. But she got. She got. But future's not wrong. Okay. Nobody's wrong. Okay. Okay. Nobody's wrong in my opinion. Okay. And I'm try- and, and, and the reason why I asked you if you had a daughter, sister, which I know you do, mm-hmm. is because I I don't. Mm-hmm. So But you got nieces. Yeah, I do. And mm, I really don't. Not close to you. Right, they're not close okay. to me. Yeah, that, so. that, that that makes a difference. Yeah, it yeah, makes a that difference. Makes a difference. So I wanted to dialogue with you right quick mm-hmm. because you have a daughter, you have nieces. Mm-hmm. And a wife. And a wife. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you want and, your- and that's why I played the Kanye West song because, you know, like he said, we try to conquer you. You know, it, it's, it's all a, a chase. You know what I'm saying? You got to be physically attracted. You got to be. And then once you're physically attracted, like you say, you go out, you, 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 you see if there's a connection. If it is, we might be able to go out on another date. If it's okay. not, then so obviously Future wanted her to wear some lingerie. She didn't want to. Hey, I'm good. Love and joy. Gotcha. So it appears to be clear that his intentions were I want to say his intentions were not honorable. I tell you what I did. My niece, she called. She wanted to know, Uncle Tim, can we come over? I was like, yeah. She she wanted to know if she can come over. I'm like, yeah. She said, uh, uh, can I bring my friend? I'm like, yeah. So I told my wife they were coming over. They came over. Very nice. He seems, I got to throw that in there. He seems like a real nice guy. Yeah. You know, so I asked him, like, hey, son, what are your intentions for my niece? Do you have honorable intentions or this just something you're just doing for right now? He said, no, sir. I have very honorable intentions. I respect her. I like her. I wish she would like me the same way I like her. Ooh. So me as her uncle, I'm asking him, oh, folks, you do it all the time. Like, okay, what, 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 what you doing around here? What you, what you want? Yeah. I mean, what, what's your goal here? You know? So it would be different not having uh, nieces or daughters, you yeah. know, un- unless you just look at it more of a, a all women have to be uh, elevated and protected and, and looked at that, that kind of way because, you know, what how we treat one, it transcends all society. It goes all, all through society, and then those same women who, I heard this word is amazing, who, women, the girls and stuff that we consider thoughts 
Right, that hole over there. Yeah, that's an acronym. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, didn't, I mean, my, I had no idea. My son, years ago, my son told me what that mean. I had no idea what that meant. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty new term. Last five to seven years. Yeah, term, but, I think. you know, he yeah. knew. I'm like, yeah, you know that thought that hole over there. But you know, but just to somebody to coin that phrase to say it, I, you know, I, I put myself in the, in that position. Like if I was a woman, and somebody called me a hoe, how would I feel? For me, I don't want to be called out of my name. That's one. And number two, in today's society, man, it's amazing some of the things that other females call themselves. Oh, yeah, they use the B word like, like it's like we use the N word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, I mean, I know I'm old school, man. I know that's, it may sound like, man, you're too, you too sensitive. But to me, that's crazy. Yeah. That hole over there, that's crazy. And for, you know, and would she accept that kind of term? I don't, and I don't think. God, I, I I don't think that whole. I mean, whole somebody. I don't. That you just I mean, that's just like money. that's just, just somebody you don't care about. You gonna hit it. You gonna yeah, smash and go about your business. I, I don't know if dudes really call girls thoughts to their face. I just think that they. But to have that kind of mindset, yeah, and it's, it's a, a good it's a mindset. To have that kind of mindset about her, you're saying you would never want to do anything or have any kind of. Uh, life or build a life with this woman that you see as a you know right. like a thought you see as that's just something to do right. just something to do for right now just yeah. something to hit but I wouldn't want to take her home to meet my mom I wouldn't want to right. establish no kind of relationship with her and based on this girl's Instagram mm-hmm. I don't think okay what's her name I don't I, know I, I gotta uh, I almost don't want to even look at this I gotta Google it, man. I, I, That's all right. Don't worry about it. That'd be one less thing I had yeah, to wash out my just, mind. Yeah, but I mean, I. So I, you said she portrayed herself like come and get it, but then come no. and get it, it's not available to have. Right. For, That's based wrong. on based on her Instagram. I think that would be wrong. It's like false advertising. You know, but I, I mean, and I'm not saying that she, like, is she ugly? No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Well. You said a good point about she paid for her own ticket. She paid, which... Um, if he really wanted to see her and spend some time with her. But know. but 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 he he let her know in the door, this is what I want. Before she left from wherever she was flying No, from. no, she, she did that after she landed. Because okay. he said, she said she was in the room. He said, make sure you wear something sexy. Okay. She said, well, I didn't bring nothing. I just thought we was going to hang out. Okay. And then, Is she playing hard to get, or she just got higher standards? She didn't want him to just smash and just. Man, you know. I don't know, but why? That's why, a good question. Why though. are you? Why are you? Why you hop on a plane? You could have called him when he was back down south. Nobody's wrong in this situation. I got you. I got you. Like I don't even think he's wrong for kicking her out the hotel or not paying for her flight. You know. Like, I don't think he's wrong. I don't think she's wrong. Mm -hmm. I still think that it's still, like, I I, I, I think he he knew what he wanted. She wasn't, she wasn't going to capitulate. (laughs) And he just, hey. I'm good, love, enjoy. Gotcha. I think 
look, how do you expect, how, how, how silly are you to act like you trying to flip 550 into 5500? You think she was serious about that? She put it out there. Let me, she put it out there. You think it's more of a principal type thing? She don't. She wait a minute now. Obviously, so you saying she would pay five hundred fifty dollars for a flight? She come out here and do absolutely nothing. They just talk for a little while, and he give her five hundred fifty one dollars. That's the point. That's the point. She really thought that she was gonna get fifty five hundred. No. And not put out. Like I, I don't, I don't think that that's. I don't think that you know, she was wise in the situation. Hmm. They got to find something better to do with their time. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. But black coffee, no sugar, no cream. We we out of here. Yeah. We back at it. This was episode twenty. 20. And uh, until next time, may peace be unto you. And in the Hebrew, Arabic language, God damn it. Arabic. (laughs) (laughs) In the Arabic language. Assalamu alaikum. Black coffee, no sugar. Put some respect on my name. (laughs) Put some respect on my name. Hey, y'all, we out. Thank you for, thank you for tuning in. We on all the We on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, uh, just just launched. We're on there. Okay. Um, Tune in, iHeart. We we trying to get Spotify, but um, I'm hearing that we're going to have to get a little larger. But, you know, the the, um, application per se has been submitted. So pretty much everywhere where podcasts are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, peace. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Uh oh, look at Brother Kenny.